Hello, and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Friday, the 19th of June. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in the time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today are Merchandising Coordinator, Cass Sharp. Hello, Cass. Hi, Mark. And Campaign Manager, Sam Joyce. Hi, Sam. Hi, Mark. Now, before we jump into this episode and discuss your books, we do have an announcement to to make, to bake, to make. Um, It's a bit of a bad news, good news situation. So let's do the bad news first. This is going to be the final episode of the Daily Booktopian for the foreseeable future. Uh, Our intention with this podcast was to run it primarily during lockdown and isolation, but as things are slowly starting to return to some semblance of a new normal, uh, we've made the choice to wind down this podcast. But we love making it, and this isn't the end. The Daily Booktopian could return again one day. Who knows uh, what the rest of 2020 uh, has in store for us. Um, But we will be keeping this going in a new format. And I'm going to tell you all about that at the end of the episode. So you have to stay tuned to find out how you can hear us more in the future. We will still be recommending books regularly on this channel. And we're very excited about the next chapter. But that's for the end. Let's begin now with Cass. What have you been reading? Um, So I've been reading the two titles I mentioned last week. I'm still working my way through Talking to My Country by Stan Grant and A Song Below Water by Bethany C. Morrow. But this week I finished a book that my friend recommended to me as one of the books that he'd enjoyed, which was The Fine Normal by Julianne Peters. And it's about a kind of perfect-seeming girl in high school, and she's given the task of doing counselling for a girl who's kind of rebellious and from the wrong side of the tracks, and they end up really helping each other and becoming quite close. So it definitely takes a turn in the middle, and I guess I would suggest people look up trigger warnings because there's stuff about um, hospitalisation and mental illness and stuff like that, which does come up. But I thought it was a very powerful book, which is quite surprising. Is this a, is this a new book, Cass? No, it's quite old. I think it's like 20 years old or something. There's a lot of weird language used in it, like lingo we don't use anymore. And at one point, someone references like a CD player. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, how old school. The CD player. <laughs> do, you even know, do, do you even know how to use one, Cass? <laughs> I do. I, I had a CD player before, like when everyone was just starting to get iPods. Uh, so I felt very out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but the book was really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. And I also enjoyed talking to my friend Brie about it, who recommended it to me. Um, and yeah, and the second book I am talking about today is one that I've been reading on and off. And you'll probably see why when I tell you what it is. It's called How to Break Up with Your Phone by Catherine Price. And it's basically a health journalist um, looking at the impact that smartphone use has on um, our lives and then offers a third day kind of detox to help you rethink your relationship with your phone. So I'm 50 pages in and there's a line about how we spend about two hours a day on our smartphones and like if you do anything for two hours a day you can get pretty good at it. Like what else can we do with that time and I'm like oh my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's, it's, uh, it's really interesting that you mentioned that book Cass because um I I have been that's been on like my shopping wish list for a while because I've been toying with the idea of getting it, but then like working the job that I have, I kind of need to be connected to my smartphone all the time. So it's probably not not healthy for me to disconnect too much. But um, 
I, I read a statistic once, or I, I heard a statistic once at a seminar, which is that we um, unlock our phones a hundred times a day, but we only yeah. use them like a third of that time. So most of the time, like people unlock, look at their phone, lock it and put it back in their pockets. Yeah. It's very much like you pick it up, you think you're going to check something and then you check nothing sort of yeah. thing. And I'm definitely looking at my phone a bit differently now. It's a comfort thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as I start to feel awkward, I, like, instinctively pull out my phone and open it so that there's a distraction. So I probably open my phone about 4,000 times yeah. a day because I'm constantly in awkward situations. Yeah, even even when I was, um, when I was travelling, um, uh, I wouldn't put my phone away. Generally, I would hold it, not just because, you know, it's a good camera, um, but just from a, a, a comfort thing, um, I wanted to hold it so I knew that I had it. If I put it away, I couldn't see it, and then, you know, I'd be worried, oh, is it still there? Um, yeah. So, Cass, do you, do you think you'll rethink your relationship with your phone after reading this book? Um, hopefully, because I feel like I probably use mine too much, but so does everyone. But <laughs> I don't know. I think um, the author talks about how she and her husband started doing a digital, like, they call it a digital Sabbath. That's their words, not mine. Where for the weekend they'd, like, turn their phones off or, like, only check them at night or something. And they just spent the rest of the day doing whatever they were doing. And I think I could probably do that. I know that when I put my phone down or I misplace it and then I go and do something else for an hour, I feel a lot better. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, that, that sounds like a really good plan, actually, that weekend thing. I should do that. <laughs> well, here, I, here I am, like, rethinking my relationship and I'm just hearing about the book. Great stuff. All right, thank you for that, Cass. Um, Sam, what do you have for us today? Uh, so I've been reading um, The Animals in That Country by Laura Jean McKay. Uh, so this is a, a new Australian book that came out a little while ago, I think a month or so ago. Um, and I just saw it uh, recommended by some other booktopians and I read the book and I was like, I have to, I really have to get this book. You know, it's um, it's set in Australia, um, and it's about you know, it's, it's in a time of uh, an un, uh, extraordinary flu, or a, you know, um, a flu that's different from all the others, uh, which is quite interesting um, during this time. I think um, very timely, and its main character is a, an older lady. Um, she's hard drinking. She's foul mouthed, and I love this the way they describe her is she's allergic to bullshit, um, <laughs> which I highly relate to. <laughs> um, so, and it's about her, you know, um, and her relationship with her children, her granddaughter, um, and the animals in the park that she works at. Um, they have a, a small pack of dingoes in their park, and she has a favourite one um, that she has a special relationship with called Sue. But it's, you know, from the very beginning, you know, even though they have this this bond or as 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 Jean thinks, you know, this bond, it's very clear from the beginning that Sue is still a um uh, a wild animal. Uh, and I just I love the way it's written. It's very punchy writing, um, it's very sensory, you can sort of taste the dust and you know, and then smell the air. It's, yeah, it's written uh, in a really um sort of black humour kind of way, which I quite enjoy. So uh, I'm still getting into it and uh, I think it's only going to get um, more and more intense um, and more and more 
engrossing and, you know, uh, action-packed, I guess. Well, I, I, I'm going to call it. I, I think that this has been the book that we've spoken about the most on this podcast. Like, oh, really? I'm not the only one. No, no. Several, <laughs> several people have read it and raved about it. Yeah. Um, and, and I really think it's it's something that's really struck a chord with people um, yeah. just during this time of kind of, you know, a, a nasty virus going around. Um, and I think yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it, it's something that that's, um, yeah, really talking to people at the moment. Um, and, yeah, I, I think um, Ben um, Hunter, our fiction category manager, mm. raved about this book yeah. when it first came out. I remember that he just absolutely was head over heels in love with it. Mm. Um, and it's not, look, it's not the genre that I would normally find myself called to, but the, what this book is about, um, and how this book is written, um, is just, it goes beyond genre, I think. Um, yeah, this is probably the most quote unquote normal book that you've spoken about. <laughs> um, you know, uh, growth, right? <laughs> you know, we, we can challenge ourselves, you know, um, it's good. Um, and, yeah, I'm really glad that I've picked it up. I think uh, I, I can't wait to, you know, talk to all the other booktopians who've, who've read this as well. I think it's going to stay with stay with us for a little while. Yeah, I've got to read it for my book club in two weeks. So, yeah, there'll be good good, uh, good booktopian discussions um, Friday at the pub when we're allowed to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Cass and Sam, for joining us today and for sharing your picks. And thank you for joining us on all the other occasions that you've done so while we've uh, while we've run the Daily Booktopian. Um, so I promised at the top of this podcast that we would let you know how you can still hear us if you are addicted to the sound of our voices. Um, and the way that you can do it is... Um, well, look, we love talking books. We love recommending them. And we're not going to stop. The Daily Booktopian is going to transition into a new podcast called The Weekend Booktopian. The debut episode will be out next Friday, the 26th of June. It will be a slightly longer show with a few different segments, but the beating heart of it will still be around the books that we're reading and the books we're recommending. But there should be some fun surprises thrown in there as well. Uh, so please do tune in and listen to The Weekend Booktopian. Booktopian. I can't say the name of the of the company we work for today. <laughs> Booktopian. Launching Friday, June 26th, wherever good podcasts are downloaded and probably even where you get the mediocre ones. So thank you to everybody who has tuned in and listened to all of our daily Booktopian episodes. We really hope that you stick with us and listen to the weekend Booktopian. We're very excited about it. And um, keep reading. Stay safe. Keep supporting Australian books and Australian authors, and we will see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at booktopia.com.au.